Hey everybody, Golvin here. Just jumping ahead of this episode to let you know that you still have time to enter in the Real Maintenance Pandera Monk giveaway. To enter, simply tweet at MonkPodcast or email show at MonkCraftPodcast.com and let me know you like to be entered. The drawing will be held on January 23rd and U.S. servers only. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. All the way from European land, Zuggy is back in action. How are you doing, Zuggy? Yay, that's me. Uh, I'm doing great. Just finished progress mm-hmm. uh, this week, and then I got ill with a cold. <laughs> well, that's I, awesome. The best timing, right? So now you yes. can just relax. <laughs> I know. I know you. Uh, you just got done with uh, your first mythic alt run on on a dirty priest. I ha- uh, sorry, I, I had to disclose <laughs> that. Now you're gonna get a bunch of hate hate up uh, like. I play holy. Like I'm not absorbing <laughs> stuff. Don't worry. So, um, you know, just to kind of catch everybody up. Uh, so you have, you know, just cleared actually um, Mythic. So I think that's top 70. I'm, I'm not sure what the progress is currently right now. But uh, what, what are you in the world? Like, what is your guild ranked right now in the world? I think right now we are 84. 84. Um, and we're actually number one in our bracket of rating. Oh, nice. uh, as in three days a week, there was a lot of people, and there is still a lot of uh, well, two guilds uh, that are, you know, they are saying they are three day rating guild, <laughs> but uh, when you check their logs and stuff, they actually added extra days. Yeah. and we have been strictly rating three days mm-hmm. a week only, so uh, it's that's pretty sweet. And yeah. we got a lot of whispers actually with people saying, nice. "No way, no way, you only rated three days." <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that, and that's the one thing, too. I mean, there's a lot of guilds. I mean, it's it's kind of – I know we can kind of get into a nice tangent here. I think we both are on the same page as well. There's a lot of guilds out there, especially when I was rating five days a week, and we would have pretty good progress. I mean, I would say really good progress for five days. I mean, obviously, not the best players, you know, on you know that can grasp certain things. But, uh, you know, when we, we were five days or when I was in a guild that was five days, it was, uh, you know, pretty difficult – you know, to, to recruit people because they go, no, five days, that's too long. I want to do four or three. But then they go to those guilds or we get apps from those guilds saying, well, I'm rating five days anyways. I just want to go with a guild that's like you instead of this other guild. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, we're three days, you know, Tuesday, Monday, uh, Tuesday through Thursday on farm. And then we're seven days the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially with the holidays, too. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, like, I think I was watching one guild last night that was actually doing Imperator kills, and they got to phase three. I mean, I mean props to these guilds, right, though? I mean, do you think of it's props to them if they if their raiders want to do more time? I mean, I'm sure it's not like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Some guilds probably force it on them, saying, well, you're not going to get a spot. We will pick someone else up that will. But do you think that, you know, if they, if they all agree, like if they say, yeah, I've, we all have, we're all free Saturday night, let's uh, go ahead and try to see if we can get Imperator down. Do you think that's... Props to them to get that done, or do you think it's just uh, one of the, you know, like, what are your thoughts on that, I guess? I mean, for me, that's totally fine. We do exactly this. Our a really good example is actually our Tectus kill. Uh, we had Tectus uh, really, really low. I think we had him on 2% or something. And that was actually right over at that point, like, time-wise. Uh, our rate was supposed to end. We just asked everyone, is it, like, we, we made a ready check. If everyone is is up for, like, killing this boss and just going maybe uh, half an hour to one hour overtime, and then everyone was up for it. And mm-hmm. if just one or two people said, well, I can't, then it's totally fine because 
we are pretty strict with the this is how our, our rating schedule is so we don't want to force people to do stuff yeah. it's the same with extra days i mean mm-hmm. If uh, if we say uh, we're making an alt rate, but it's not mandatory because it's outside our rate schedule. Mm-hmm. So, and, but I mean, if everyone wants to, I mean, fair enough, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah, because it's it's different from that than than saying, oh yeah, you know, we said four days, but really we're six during progression, and then you pr- yeah, bring yeah. on a recruit or someone that's been in the guild during, say, siege farm, and they're like, wait a minute, but. You, you, it says it's only four days. I can't do those days. I have work or I have real life stuff that goes on. And they say, oh, well, then you're getting benched. You're getting replaced. I mean, that's – I think that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about yeah, guilds yeah. that it, – it's – I mean, they're basically lying on their page. you know. But when you're strict and you say, no, we're, we're only doing it three days or we're only doing it four days and it's only these times and then everything else is optional. Like you don't have to show up. It's not going to hinder your spot in the raid or hinder your, you know, your progress within your recruitment, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's what, that's what you should be doing. And I guess then is, uh, kind of jumping back because I know you did swap a guild, um, you know, did swap guilds. Was it in siege, I believe, or towards the after siege was on farm. And is this, so did you swap to get, I think you said to get more like different hours, uh, and then also less rating time. Is that, is that kind of what you did? Like, were you in a strict five day a week guild before or? Uh, well, to, to begin with, I was in that Danish guild and we were basically just, I don't even remember my, I have a memory <laughs> of uh, an Amiga or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like we, we merged with another guild back then, uh, called Prime. I probably, I think a lot of people know who that is, mm-hmm. uh, Prime Rising, uh, but then it became more and more uh, hardcore. We need to get like top 20 and top 10. Yeah. And I really didn't have time for that because mm-hmm. I'm in, like in university. But then again, when I'm in the guild, I push myself to have time for it because, yeah. you know, yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. that's in my nature to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically the atmosphere uh, was the main reason I actually left that guild and to get less hours at the at the end of the day. Well, um, and, and still good performance too. Like you're not like going and, to and, a guild that I mean you can't I mean there's I think like 15 or less guild U.S. guilds that have killed Imperator, and mm-hmm. I guess I kind of this is going to jump into our next my next question for you specifically. Um, but I mean, so you're not like you know just doing like you know Tectus or just killed uh, Korag or something like that, right? I mean, you're you're actually pushing the envelope as hard as hard as possible. And if probably would you say if your guild was a like say a method or a paragon, you'd be maybe up there with that. You'd be like top ten. Is that with the quality of players that you currently have on your uh, roster? I mean, there's still uh, there's always always room for better quality players. I mean, it, you heard that you heard from, that you heard that. Uh, you, I, but I mean, there's <laughs> you can out always for you. <laughs> find you can always find someone who's better. You know, there's always yeah. potential for better players. Yeah. Um, but it's really difficult to say, but yeah, for sure. I mean, if we were rating seven days a week and from back when I was in Method myself, from 9 a.m., <laughs> like when the servers came up, and then till maybe 1, 2 a.m., and then sleep for eight hours, get up, do the exact same thing again, <laughs> definitely. I mean, the problem with it, though, is that I don't think that the people in our guild right now would have the... Uh, um, mentality to do that because it's it's it stresses your brain to rate that and it actually tires out your mind and then you start becoming sloppy and you know 
make mistakes mm-hmm. because it is a it is a mental pressure to do that. Um, but definitely uh, could push way higher ranks if we rated more for sure. But right now, the only thing we strive for is being at the top of our bracket, basically, which is three days a week. And uh, to be honest, we did pretty well. There's still people, guilds on our server that are struggling with the Imperator, and they raid four and five days a week. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so I mean, this is, and this is also yeah, so number one bracket, number one on your server too, correct? No, 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 no. Envy or, is on the. Oh, that's uh, right. That's like, Envy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I forgot. And there's another guild called uh, you know Penenza. Uh, Stormy oh, wasn't it? Yeah, well, she's in Envy now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, she's so, in Envy. So, but Penenza, again, but, but they raised. Oh, you're all on the same. Oh, so you're on the same. Okay, so you're on the same yeah, yeah, server. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I thought you went to a different server. Maybe, maybe. Okay, I can see. I, I always get confused about this because this is like stuff we talked about when, when you were first on the show a long, mm. almost like a year ago, it seems like. Oh, well, that, I, guess, I mean, I, way back in the day. Uh, and I switched server and everything. Okay. So. Okay, yeah, so. Uh, but I mean, and how close? I mean, were you pretty close? Because did they kill it last week as well, or was were you like just? Do you think maybe Foundry you'll be able to catch up, and maybe even with a three day you know week uh, rating plan, or at least you know strict three days? Like you mentioned, if people agree, like if you're on like the last boss at like five percent, you're going to probably you know want at least get a couple more pulls in. Um, yeah. But uh, do you think you maybe be able to catch up and overtake them, or do you think that just due to their raid schedule, it just looks pretty doubtful? You mean uh, Envy and Penenza? Yeah, because I'm not sure when they killed it. Uh, I mean, Envy is probably <laughs> probably uh, <laughs> squeezing the lemon a bit, uh, <laughs> or whatever you say. Uh, but, I mean, Penenza killed it five days before us, okay. which was the reset before us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... If you get lucky, I guess, right? <laughs> probably happened, maybe. I don't know. Um, but to, to think that they raid... I think they raid seven. Seven days a okay. week. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, for us to only rate three days, I think that's pretty impressive. Uh, oh least. yeah, no, it definitely is. I mean, I think. I mean, I could even say you're probably number one in in the. So you're number one EU definitely in your three day. No, we're number one in the world. Number one in the world. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I think you're. Yeah, number one because I don't think of any other three days. I think the horsemen are three days. Well, if that guild is even around, I heard. <laughs> I mean, don't want to get that. See, I haven't re- I haven't researched like what guilds that I know are three days, uh, but I know horsemen were uh, the horsemen on the U.S. side were uh, three days or are three days. I'm not sure where their progress are, but like I mentioned, there's only like a handful of guilds in the U.S. have killed it, and so that's you know pretty impressive, you know, for you and then EU as well. And this again jumps into my next question, which I always ask whenever you know I have a bunch of EU people or I'm talking to that and. Um, you know, and it's because it just it's it's a question that I always am curious about because, you know, U.S. it seems like you know was really strong and you know kind of re- you know like number one or pretty close up there, but it just seems like over the last four or five you know four expansions really I think B.C. was the last one where we saw a U.S. dominant force behind all the first kills maybe in Wrath a couple kills I think maybe I think. Ulduar was like the last zone or maybe even the terrible middle raid after that. Um, you know, what, what is it with you? What, what are, do you, do you have like a different blood in you or something? Like, cause it seems like you guys just, and I mean, it's like a generality for EU players, but is it just because the servers are more compact because there's less of them? Or is it that it's just people come to play wow to raid, not to do like say pick flowers or pets or, you know, I mean, they do that on the off time, but I mean, they, their main goal is to raid. Is that, is, do you think of that the main, from just experience and from what you see? 
Oh, that, I, that, that's such a difficult question. Um, I mean, I believe if you take Europe, um, we have a lot of uh, countries that are maybe more, you know, if you take Sweden, for instance, uh, they are, it's like kind of a gaming nation. Like if in school, if you're a gamer, then you're cool. It not like in other countries where then you're just a nerd. Uh, so I mean, uh, and the the they have DreamHack as well, and there's a lot of things that you know okay. push to uh, gaming is cool and being good mm-hmm. at games is awesome, you know. Um, and so it's a, I, it's I don't a cultural know, thing, I guess you can say. I, in, yeah, yeah kinda. It, I, I'm not yeah. actually sure. I mean, and and we have a lot a lot of people. I I'm not sure we have more than US in Europe. I'm, I'm actually not sure about that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it might be now. I mean, I'm not sure because there's a lot of people in the U.S. that, that have played, uh, you know, WoW, but then just kind of dump it off after a while for different yeah. games. And, you know, th- things come along and like, you know, League of Legends is pretty big, is really huge in the United States right now. So yeah, I think maybe it, it that took over that those. But yeah, I mean, so you, so it's mainly that the, it's more of an infrastructure because I guess because Europe is such a small area, right? Like you can take a train from one side to the other for like a day train right you could take uh like the like um what is it uh there's like a train that goes from all the way to france from italy i believe if i'm if i recall correctly right is that, is that from your traveling experience is that is that true like it just seems like it's not really like closed off i guess or take a long as long as it would be to traverse you know the united states uh well I'm I'm not sure if uh, <laughs> if that does like anything to our gaming though. Cause, well, I mean, like, because like, people can go to these events like DreamHack a lot easier oh, than say, because like well, you know, right now, you, do you, like mm. or do you do do you fly? Is that usually what you would do? Like, because I mean, I'm just trying to get the idea of like the culture is a little different. Like you mentioned, it's like if you're a gamer and you're really good at it, then that's something cool that you could tell someone like, hey, I'm I'm in a you know World War. I'm like top 80 and wow you know we just killed top 80 and they're like wow that's really awesome and we're in the united states it's like you stupid nerd you know, you know. it's still like that in denmark if i said like oh we just won the bracket in the three day and then people would look at me okay I, they, what, what, I don't care what is wow you know uh whereas in sweden it would probably be pretty cool uh, and to answer your question about dreamhack uh, when i go from denmark i i take the train to the boat and then I take maybe a bus or something, and then it takes a five six hours or something that I'm okay. there. Uh, and then you could stay at a hotel, you can sleep in the sleeping halls, whatever. But you know, big names from US even attend. Like yeah. Swifty was there, mm-hmm. uh, Soda Poppin is there. You know, people like that. Um, big I think, Re- think Rexful went as well. Yeah, I the think late, Rick, the late the, the late Rexful there. <laughs> we call the late Rexful now with his old banning thing that kind of went on <laughs> yeah, yeah oh yeah that's right he got banned yeah he got banned for uh, account sharing and his main account yeah, got banned. Yeah. so he uh-huh. has to start he has to start from scratch now but i think oh, i think i think he'll be fine i mean obviously the 10 years of accumulation of items that he has and like all the legendaries are gonna suck but i have a feeling he will be fine with getting another account up, leveling it up and everything. <laughs> I mean, he may goal. have an instant 90 already right now or already have a hundred. I mean, it's, you know, so, you know, it's yeah. like that. I mean, it, it feels sorry. I mean, it sucks that it happened, but it's just one of the, you know, 
it, it happens and, and things like so yeah definitely do not count do not I mean that's one thing too and again I mean that's so uh, it's like you're leading me into these great questions because there's these topics <laughs> I have and you're like you I, we mentioned something in just a conversation and it goes right into the next one as well which is you know kind of jumping off of a point a little bit but you know the uh was it klg uh the uh, brazil one of the brazilian teams or uh well the teams from like the spanish-speaking nations or brazilian with bad karma which is really one of the stronger names in the rating scene was recently accused and has there's been information that's kind of come out that they purchased a world first or a uh, realm first kill and a top uh, U.S. or U.S. slash, you know, Americas, I guess you could say, yeah, yeah. kill like they're I think they're actually top 12 right now or top 15. And so what are your thoughts on that? Is that um, you were talking about, like, you know, purchasing and, you know, oh, get instant stuff or being able to grab stuff and, you know, count sharing. Um, there's been a lot of accusations of certain top guilds, even some EU guilds, possibly maybe even China's some China guilds that, you know, you know, there's also spec. You know, this not speculation, but there's that uh, one guild that has all BlackRock Foundry gear, yeah, 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 um, yeah. and that was able to eat, get a really top kill, like I think top three or something like that um, in the world because of it. Um, what are your thoughts on these people that are going out there and spending, you know, either a lot of real money or everything to get that? Is it just, you know, hey, they f- find it worth to get for them? Or I mean, obviously, account sharing is against the TOS, but be- being able to buy for, you know. I mean, obviously, the guild most likely did real money, right? They didn't. They didn't buy gold. I mean, usually, like if you have sales runs, I mean, almost every guild that I know has sales runs when they get to a certain point because you just need to fund the guild bank for buying mm-hmm. potions, buying gear, repairs. I mean, repairs are insane right now. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that about like purchasing, you know, all this stuff or getting, you know, transferring to get uh, black market auction house items? I mean, the uh, transferring is uh, going to be changed for BlackRock Foundry, though, because uh, if they see that you transfer servers to get uh, black market auction house items, then you get banned from the rankings, basically, on WoW progress, at yeah. least. Okay. Uh, but uh, there was the Chinese guilds. The, the, the thing is, though, that they don't have a cooldown on uh, transferring servers, and it's extremely cheap. So they could basically bounce from server to server to get like Black Rock, uh, Black Rock Foundry loot from Black Market Auction House. Uh, it, it, that's kind of lame, in my opinion. Uh, even if everyone could do it, I, I wouldn't see that as, a, as, a, as something that should be accepted. Because that's just who has the biggest wallet, you know, uh, yeah. to transfer around. That's pretty stupid. And about... Buying uh, Rome first and account sharing. I mean, if you don't, if you can't do it yourself, then you might as well not. In my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 not awesome to be um, to get credit for something you didn't do. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean that, that's my opinion. I mean, the, uh, the one thing though is, I guess to don't want to I mean because there might be some listeners out there that are maybe they have purchased like say heroic sales runs or mythic bosses to buy to get a chance to roll or get an item, but that's like kind of you know it's like the guild is listing on the auction house the item that you want, like say a weapon or a trinket that you really want to get, and then you have gold to exchange for that. 
Now, you are you for stuff like that? Are you against that kind of thing where guilds are able to sell runs? Or I mean, because I'm, I'm not sure if you guys. I think you guys have done sales runs as well, like bringing people in to, to purchase items. I mean, do you think that's different for someone out there that maybe can't put in the time that or doesn't want to be in a raid, doesn't want to have that? You know, maybe he's in a, a smaller family guild or something. Do you think it's okay for them to be able to do stuff like that or purchase the the achievement? I mean, that's such. A lot of people are doing, but for in-game gold, do you think that's fine? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, that, I think that's totally fine. Uh, Just not. <laughs> oh, I guess it's money, right? Course I, I have to about. say that uh, because <laughs> we do it. But you know, like buying a boost run, uh, if let's say someone didn't have the time. Uh, let's say my mom, she plays WoW as well, and she's not really good at it, and she's in our <laughs> guild as a social, you know. But if if she thought, oh, because she likes mounts and stuff and achievements, mm-hmm. uh, and was like, oh, I really want that mount from that last boss. Well, because she farms all the time, she has tons of gold, and I could say, well, just give us the 250k or 300k gold. And then she gets the mount. I, it, that's totally fine yeah. if you don't have the capability of doing it yourself. But... On another note, um, doing it to get someone to play your characters so your entire guild gets a rank in the race, Mm -hmm. that I'm not for at all. But buying something like achievements, gear and stuff, that's, that's fine in my opinion. Yeah, because I guess the easiest way I can relate it to, like, I guess a real world sport, right? It's kind of like blood doping, right? And cycling people, you know, it's a huge thing right now, blood doping, where you're getting an unfair advantage. I mean, you're getting, you know, either you're just getting like either someone else's blood that's enriched or your own blood. It's just like not natural, not natural in the progression of the race. The race is supposed to be you from the beginning to the end, or at least your guild from beginning to end. And, you know, having some people sub it. I mean, I mean, but it's happened before, right? I mean, the biggest one was spine. People were purchasing, I'm not sure, for gold or. I mean, a lot of backdoor deals, there was rumors. I mean, uh, it was a, I think it was Blood Legion, actually, for, it was one of the bigger ones um, that that did this. And, but, you know, people agreed it. It's like, hey, but, and I actually, I think they did even recruit one of the players that came over for, because they needed more mages to kill Spine. And so mm-hmm. they had people come over from other guilds and they would either exchange it for helping them out on kills. Like they go transfer over and help them out to kill bosses or that, you know, I think one of them, I think it was a... Uh, don't want to throw names out there, but uh, one of the mages I know definitely did stay on Blood Legion is still a raider there. So, um, you know, recruit mages really heavily and say, hey, we're going to get a raid spot or whatever to kill the boss. And do you think that's fine stuff like that where it's like maybe a couple players from other guilds or or do you think it's just just it's like kind of like shady business just to get a first kill? I mean, I mean, obviously, it's like, you know, getting into recruitment and maybe more deals of like, hey, you help us out, we'll help you out type thing or. You know, what are your thoughts on stuff like any kind of way like that? Or do you think it's more of, you know, you're a guild, you should be able to do it on your own with, you know, recruiting better players, but not necessarily having these deals where you're kind of like on loan, say for like, you know, for uh, football for or soccer for American people. Um, You know, is it something like that where like you're having a player on loan to help you out and then they go back after the end of the season? Well, I don't know. Stuff like this is a really, really, you know, a fragile subject uh, to talk about because you can keep on going. Is this fair? Is that fair? Is it fair that 
uh, I'm on a low populated server and no one is getting uh, ever burning candle trinkets and then I can buy one. Is it, uh, is it, is it fair that other people are on, you know, can buy them because they're on a high populated server? You can keep on going, but definitely I think that getting someone from another guild to help you out just on that boss and then, hey, thanks for that and here's some gold uh, or whatever piece of loot because you helped us. Uh, I mean, that again, then it's not them as a team doing it. Mm-hmm. Then they're getting help. Uh, you, you can again, you can keep on going because uh, we had socials in our um, heroic runs as well uh, to to fill up, and they were there just to be able to coin and stuff. They didn't get any loot. We put all the loot on our mains, mm-hmm. um, but again, everyone basically does that. You yeah. know. Um, but so still, it's called, it's called is fluff- that, consi- yeah. is like that considered raid, yeah. fair? Uh, you know, Paragon at some point, I don't remember when it... Oh, oh yeah, that was an MOP when there were 10 men, I believe. They mm-hmm. made 25-man raids, and and a lot of them. And then their mains just got all the loot. Mm-hmm. Just basically people from the server and, and just helping them out. I mean, is that fair? You can keep on going yeah. with that. So, I mean, when it comes to the main rate that matters in the race which is now mythic um then you should do it alone with the members you have and trials and stuff mm-hmm. you know don't get like don't get all the help from outside and like okay this uh, fight we need to stack mages or whatever and then you get uh, people you know that has good gear and brains uh, to help you out you know uh, th- that's really you know, getting them to transfer to help you out and then transfer back. That's that. Then it becomes a bit dodgy, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on the same subject too. I mean, I think having a guild go from start to finish. I mean, obviously, you're going to get recruits along the way. Maybe you're going to recruit. So maybe people burn out. People maybe underperform, or people just you know just don't have the burn anymore. You know, the fire, the the, the drive to be able to do it, or you know. You know, some people just maybe don't like the class they're playing, or the class is just not as strong anymore. So you have to recruit like an OP class, like say Shaman on Emperor. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> they hit yeah, exactly. one button the entire time and get like eighty k DPS. Fire over, fire over. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a uh, you know one. Of, it's one of the things that yeah, it's a very interesting subject to touch. And I'm sure we'll, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there probably disagree with both of us saying, hey, it's fine if you want to loan players. It's like, like I said, it's like football. You know, you loan someone from you know, uh, overseas in another program or you loan someone and that you, they come over and you pay, you know, you pay them, uh, you know, gold and loot and then they go back when they're done, you know, kind of, so it's one of those you know subjects that's, uh, you know, interesting, but, um, you know, I'm glad to have your take on it. And then also, you know, talking a little bit about EU and, and, and kind of the experiences of rating that you've had so far, as far as it relates to, uh, just, you know, in general rating. And, you know, we've talked a lot about this, you know, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, about, uh, you know, or I'm, th- I think people out there as well would like to know about, you know, how's the race going or how, how are you doing, you know, type of, type of thing, not, not you specifically, but, uh, you know, uh, people in the, in the, I guess, because we're, we're recently talking about like, you know, the, the edge progression people or the people that are in higher progression guilds. Um, cause there are some people that, you know, listen out there that I'm, you know, very thankful for you to listening right now, um, that maybe you're in a normal run and your guild is a normal mode guild and that's perfectly fine or heroic mode guild. That's perfectly fine. Or just starting out mythic. I mean, there's a ton of guilds out there right now that are four out of seven. Maybe they're just yeah. almost five out of seven, right? There's a ton of guilds out there. I mean, oh, I mean almost every, all the guilds that I know that are really big name guilds are like that as well. Like ones that you were top 20, top 30, 
in uh, the last uh, in siege and they're just for whatever reason they just you know holidays or around just around the corner things like that that happens um so hopefully this kind of shines a little light on how it is in a you know edge progression uh guild um so now we can jump into what people like to listen to us mainly about and that's about monks uh, Yay. so <laughs> finally so we got all that out all the stuff at the beginning out out of the way that i really want to talk about which is just you know progression and things like that uh world first all the little hot topics on on point and so uh, just recently, actually yesterday, I believe, or maybe the day before, I can't, I think it was, well, it was Friday, whatever day of today is, yes, Sunday. So yeah, a couple days ago, all bleeds, weekends bleed together. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so on Friday, they released 6.1 and people were burning, they had their pitchforks ready, they had their torches in hand and they were marching on to Blizzard from the Monk community. And then uh, I think it was a uh, uh, total uh posted on MMOC saying here's the changes and it was like two changes and it was only one walker. Um mm-hmm. I mean I've heard something about uh people talking about uh Mistweaver because I haven't looked really too much into Mistweaver too often, but there's really it's just tooltip updates, correct? Like this is stuff's already in the game. Everything's already changed. So it's just literally there's only two updates to Monk and it's uh the PvP four set for Windwalker and then Blackout Kick Glyph is back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the, for Mistweavers, there was the... Uh, I must admit, that when I saw it <laughs> as well, I <laughs> saw uh, 300% spell power scaling nerf to revival. <laughs> no! But uh, then it was just a tooltip fix. Yeah, so it was this massive... Tro- like, they trolled every... This is like other classes to me. People were like crit like freaking out and then they even had to do like a bunch of... Pe- like every dev had to like on their own personal account had to say... <laughs> You, this is a PSA, you know, public service announcement. Yeah. You know, this, you know, this guys, is, relax, relax. Yeah. It's already been hot fixed long ago. It's too, yeah, this is, and this I was is, about to flip my table <laughs> in rage. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, yeah, the fire in the eyes were, the, were, were you know, flickering and it just like, oh, blizzard. No, yeah. we just, we're so good. And now we're, now we're trash. So, uh, yeah, so six one, um, I, right now, the, the, cause they just released it. And, and so I really think that because of the way that Blizzard's kind of been developing recently, they put all the updates that they just did hotfixes for because this is all client-side stuff. Mm-hmm. And then what they're going to do is they're going to start doing the stuff they're looking for Foundry. So do you? Uh, what are your thoughts, and I guess, on 6.1, which is looking like Foundry? I'm not – but see, I'm having, I've looked into it and I haven't seen if Foundry is unlocked in this patch. I haven't looked on it, looked into it enough. I mean, obviously, on Monday, we'll probably know more and they'll probably announce it because they haven't announced Foundry. They just said, oh, February, but – that could be like the last week of February, as far as we know. Um, so, uh, what are your thoughts on? I guess six one, we'll call it Foundry for now. When that's being, but what are your uh, ideas that they may do with Mistweavers? Do you think nothing? Do you think they maybe need a little tone something down, tone something up? Like, what are your thoughts on how Mistweavers are performing currently? And then in six one, if you could make any changes, uh, I wouldn't actually touch anything on any healer right now. Uh, from my experience, all healers are quite equal at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. We 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 are kind of back to the uh, tank healers and rate healers, uh, paladins being the tank healer, <laughs> uh, and then you have disc that can you know help tank healing with clarity of will if there's not really any incoming rate damage with shields and stuff like that. You have druids with their life bloom on tanks. Uh, mm-hmm maybe even double rejuve on tanks mm-hmm. and then just rejuve people with debuffs and whatnot, you know. Uh, and then monks, uh, 
that basically just spammed the living crap out of <laughs> Uplift, you know? Because uh, it's back to that, you know? Yeah. Uh, the only fights where I really s- just single target heal um, was in the Cho, Cho, spoiler alert, Cho Gulf face on the Imperator. <laughs> well, I think everybody knows. Um, I mean, everybody yeah, watched the, the Paragon know. Method videos yeah. that released. But uh, no, in that face, because that stuff like the way that debuff works, the mm-hmm. mechanic of that is just so great for Enveloping Mist. When Enveloping Mist do not do any overhealing, it's great. Yeah. It's like insane. Uh, it was the same on Brackenspore, on the Mushrooms. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, only healing the mushrooms. That's yeah. like my main task is to heal the mushrooms. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I've seen for tec- monks too as well. And on yeah, yeah. like that. And on Tectus, because at some point on Tectus, if you're doing the strat where you uh, pop both ads at the mm-hmm. same time, so you get like eight small, they take so much damage all the time <laughs> and, and are not really topped. Uh, so enveloping mist does a, a ton of healing. I even out healed one. We have two paladins. Uh, one of our paladins on uh, on the tank. Like on one of the tanks, at least uh, he obviously did the other tank. Uh, but I mean, so that that's the the only times I really just. And then there's uh, Kargath, mm-hmm. where at the moment I basically DPS the entire time, uh, just in crane stance because there's nothing to heal. It, that's again one of the fights where Mistweavers aren't amazing because it's you know spot damage all over yeah. the place. Like he like, takes uh, a bit of damage, then that guy takes a bit of damage. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> or or like that, there's uh the healing debuff and they use revival that or there's like the you know there's a lot of stuff that you could do to maybe che- not necessarily cheese the meters but at least there's healing moments and then there's like a lot of downtime that it seems like at least on that or at least if you do it with your a, a you know strat that allows that to happen to where it's like burst healing like a cooldown cooldown like preempt it's like preemptive healing is i guess the easiest <laughs> way to explain it right. specifically that one um, and then is and then uh, but then do you hop out after when damage goes out into uh, mist or you just you just stay crane the entire time on that one? On, on that fight at the moment, like with the gear level we have now, I stay crane the entire time <laughs> because there's absolutely nothing to heal. Because well, and, we have, and then, then you could just put your statue like with the melee in the middle, of the like in, yeah, yeah, in, it's, where it's the boss in the, is in the middle, middle, right? And then you could just yeah. you know heal the melee basically when they take the little bit of damage. Yeah. Yes, exactly, and I mean. Uh, I've I haven't enjoyed my monk as much as I do right now. I mm-hmm. I think there's so many things. People were so afraid that our oh, crane is going to be useless. Blah yeah. blah blah. And it, and I must say, in its current state, it is kind of a, a still. There's not a lot of fight where fights where I swap in and out. It's either the entire fight or then in the beginning and then stop. And then the rest of the fight missed. We yeah. basically a good example would be Butcher, yeah. for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, during all of Lust, I crane stands because you know a lot of damage, and you get you get so much manatee, mm-hmm. um, and and that that it basically gives you a lot of manatee the rest of the fight. On Imperator as well, when <clears throat> when we get the first ad and the second ad. And I believe in, even on our kill, I did the third ad at the beginning. Um, when I went out and we went into the first intermission, um, I had 20 stacks of manatee. And I and I have so much mana all the time because of crane stands. It's like insane. And <laughs> and I, I mean, that's uh, that's one of the things I like. I, I really, I haven't used Transcendence as much as I have on that fight either. 
Transcendence is awesome on Imperator. Yeah. And I mean, just, there's so many things you can do. Uh, I utilize uh, Touch of Death as well a lot. Um, like on the mages? No, I actually use it on the uh, on the ad. Uh, the, oh, you the, know, the, the explosion uh, ones. Walker thingy, yeah, yeah. Um, because it it might save one or two ticks, which is uh, a ton of damage on the yeah. raid that I save by just touch of that thing. Yeah. Uh, it's the same on Brackenspore. You can touch of death, for instance. Uh, one of those. Uh, oh, I'm the so big bad ads, yeah. The, the... No, no, actually, not the big ads. Oh, the uh, spore, uh, spore guys. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the mushroom that flows actually. Oh, oh, the mind fungus. Oh yeah, mind fungus. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one, and and there's just there's a lot of fights where you can use that. And I I touch I try to touch of death on all fights, and mm-hmm. as as often as possible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a lot of damage. It's exactly. Yeah, damage. And then I think the one thing that people, maybe if you're out there and you're, you know, because I know a lot of people, you know, might not be using Crane's Hints to its full potential. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out, uh, not a lot of people, there's a few people out there that are really, you know, using it as much as they can. Like, it's almost like, when can I not Crane's Hints is more their question than when can't I? Um, and Crane Stance is, you know, it's a huge utility that, you know, Blizzard did say, right? Didn't they say Crane Stance would be our utility, damage would be our utility? And it actually is looking, at least in High Mall, that that is correct. And in Revival, you know, when they uncapped it finally, um, even though they did nerf it down. But, I mean, when the, the, I think that was one of the things is that they did a lot of little small tweaks here or there that actually, you know, looked like, okay, now I can see what their vision is. And then especially, you know, in the beginning, you know, when it's a siege, everybody has max gear. They have like everybody has a ton of haste, ton of ma- you know, ton of stats. So it's really kind of diluted about how you know each classes are playing out. And then when you get into found, uh, you know, high mall, and then there's only a certain set of gear you can get. Like you can get some crafted maybe to fill in some pieces with better optimization. But really, you have to get like you only have a choice of like three or four, I- uh, one or two items. I mean. And so you could see kind of their idea of how the monk was going to play out, correct? Is is that your feeling as to like going through Heimel? Like, okay, now I can see what they're when they're telling us, "Don't worry, everything will be fine." I can see what they mean by that. Well, I've always thought that everything would be fine. Oh yeah, okay. Still, oh yeah, Astro, you're uh, like I, the I mean, only one. <laughs> like everybody, I'm like this to. optimistic person all <laughs> yeah, the time and yeah. happy. Uh, no, but uh, what I mean is, crane stance is still not something you're going to use. Uh, in and out, like jump in and out of it uh, during a progress. That that's not gonna happen. Um, but it's always something if it if the fight allows it that you're gonna use at the beginning at least to get that extra mana. You know, uh, Tectus is a brilliant example as well. Tectus is a tank heal like tank fight and cooldown fight. That's all it is. Uh, so the entire first phase. The only ones that should be taking damage are the tanks. Sure, melee gets hit by that the small mountain thing sometimes, yeah. but that that doesn't really do that much. But um, so basically, what I do there is entire first phase of Texas, I just DPS as well, mm-hmm. because then when he dies and reminder again, use touch of death. <laughs> uh, then when he dies, uh, I mean. I have somewhere between 10 and 15, 18 mana T-Stacks. Well, so I have so much mana. Yeah, and it also helps too, especially on that fight, that you don't get targeted by anything except for the little swirlies. Like the 
the uh, the the little mounds that pop up, correct? Like yeah, you're not targeted yeah, yeah, by anything yeah. else. So you could you just stand like a little outside of melee, or maybe in you know, well, <laughs> that right? Do you just stand like do you have like a little section where it's like a safe zone just for you, and then you just heal the tanks from there? Well, or? the the tank is roughly in the middle uh, when he splits into two. Mm-hmm. So what I what I do is the ranged are on the entire opposite side, and then I I have like in front of me the tank, and then behind them the ranged so i'm just standing there all by myself in my own little <laughs> world and healing the tanks and who gets hit by stuff they shouldn't and but, then, I mean, and then, and you and just, and then all the healers love you right they, they'll like complain that's like how can you and, and, and that's the one that's like the only concern i have for foundry if they do change stuff like that where monks are now put on a either you know one of the lists i mean i mean obviously because they, they're supposed to be in melee all the time or at least that's what their goal is but do you think that maybe if they're if you're like not in melee range or at least not within 10 yards of melee you'll be targeted by range mechanics do you think that's something that they'll add in because i've heard you know a lot of people I mean obviously these are their healers these are like you know priests and shaman and whatnot but it just seems a little weird that you know monks are not being targeted by you know, range mechanics when they're at ranged. Do you think yeah. it's something that maybe might do you, or do you think that it's just, cause this also could be, this could be a coding issue. This could be something that just is going to be so difficult for them to code that they're maybe they'll, they'll develop it for the next expansion rather than during mid expansion when they're more about tweaking things. And also too, one thing you have to play into this is that the monk is designed around not being targeted by range mechanics. And so when you're at range, if you're not targeted by the range mechanics, that's how your healing is balanced based on that. So do you think this maybe might be more of something they do to high mall and most likely foundry as well? Do you think they'll, they'll look at coming uh, going forward uh, in like the next um, expansion? To be honest, I don't think they'll change that. Uh, first of all, it requires some implementation of code uh, yeah. to actually make that kind of range check. Not that it it doesn't sound from my own developer point of view uh, <laughs> like a really hard thing to implement, but it still requires a, a bit of coding. Uh, but what I believe is that because me as a monk, I love that I can that's the, the 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 like one of the things that shine and that's fun about playing a monk is that it is this you know ninja kung fu man that can jump <laughs> around and you know do yeah. be all over the place you know and that's that's a part of the play style and that's one of the monk's perks you know yeah that's one of their utilities i can't get targeted by range mechanics yeah. it's the same on imperator i don't care where i stand because i can't get targeted by the bombs mhm so, oh, mines, we'll call it what you want. Yeah, mines, yeah. I mean, so that's one of the, again, glorious things about playing the monk class as a healer because, and, and it's, it's a huge, it's a huge, huge, huge uh, perk and benefit for a monk that a lot of people seem to forget that we have. Yeah. And just are like, we don't have utility. Crane stance is poop, you know? <laughs> but, uh, Crane stance is, is still, uh, in my opinion, uh, a great utility. Uh, and the fact that we could use so many things like touch and death now. Um, yeah. There's a lot of times where I'm top on some ads because I touch of death them. I, I might be uh, third on damage on them or even second or first on damage on them. But that's because it's so powerful doing... Uh, if, you, if you know you're not, uh, not uh, going to use your uh, fortifying group, pop it. Then you do more damage with touch of death. And then boom, you do like 400k damage. 
Oh, mm-hmm. 350, yeah. 380 <laughs> But yeah. I mean, still, it's every one and a half minute. That's pretty huge, in my opinion, on fights with a lot of ads. So, mm-hmm. Or like a uh, long duration fight, too. A lot or of ads a long, long duration. Fight, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, th- I really, really don't... I really hope they won't touch monks at all, because monks are fine. Monks are really good. All healers are pretty fine. I'm a bit worried about priest could maybe get a bit out of hand. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but uh, with the way damage looks right now, they only get out of hand in lower difficulties, like yeah. normal or heroic. When I play my priest, I tried it with disc. I have, what, uh, 561 eye level or something. Uh, the other healers were like, can I go GPS? There's nothing to do. Because I'm yeah. just absorbing everything, but mm-hmm. on stuff like Mythic, where there's constant and more steady, but still a lot of damage. Um, of course, discs still do a ton of healing through that, but there's still stuff for the other healers to do because there's so much damage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just hope they won't touch any of the healers, to be honest. Yeah, and and also the one thing we have to play into point as well with with Foundry coming out, there will be set bonuses. I mean, this is. I mean, I think it's actually outside of, say, certain nerfing and buffing of – I mean, it's mainly – except for DPS issues, meaning the DPS classes. Uh, as far as healing and tanking, I think this has been probably one of the most successful developments that Blizzard has actually ever done. I, I haven't seen – I mean, all the tanks are viable. I mean, obviously, some are a little more stronger than others for certain fights. But you know, when you look at people's first kills, you see, like, Guardian Druids in there. You see Blood DKs. You see – uh, paladins warriors monks i mean you see all the representation on different guilds i mean obviously there's only two spots for them i mean three on, on some fights that people are using them on and um it's just like each class has their little like you know unique like thing that they can do and do really well at and it's just i think it's really good that they're doing this and it's just i'm i hope that the the, the bonuses don't cause it to where one class is just so far superior and then they don't do anything i mean it looks like they're doing more stuff to like that i mean obviously myself playing windwalker you know nerfing windwalker into the ground <laughs> as, as why i call it I, mean, <laughs> well, I won't get too much of that i mean your people are probably already already sick out there if there's any mistweavers listening to this about their windwalker counterparts complaining about nerfs and things like that um but uh, you know it, it's it's one of those things that just kind of you know is out there that you know i think they're they're looking more at dps because there's a lot more players there where healers and tanks usually there's a lot lesser there uh, but yeah i agree with you i think i mean looking at the meters it, it just all the classes are nicely represented and, and and really the only difference is gear level that's really the only difference between the each person like someone might have a the healer really good like you said might have the candle someone might not and that person with the candle does more because it's just how strong certain items are right now in the game um and then with foundry opening up with set bonuses also additional loot uh you know we'll see what everything kind of plays out to to be as far as foundry is concerned um mm-hmm. and then i guess um, uh, go ahead yeah, well, what you were saying about the set bonuses, the only thing I'm a bit worried about, you, you, I don't know if you remember that the Mistweaver set bonus was buffed <laughs> on the beta, where you basically yeah. kept that multi-strike. No, and um, that was- I believe Sublift said they did fix it at the last Yeah, 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 bit. they did, but uh, back then it was uh, like an insane set bonus, but now <laughs> uh, the thing with the Mistweaver set bonus in general is that it mainly appeals to, oh, well, it only appeals to single-target healing. Yeah, because it's uh, multi-strike when you're channeling soothing mist, and as soon as you stop channeling it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's uh, surging mist multi-strikes uh, make your next thunder focus T generate 
a chi, and that stacks up to two times, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that basically means you, well, you can kind of, you know, if you know heavy AoE is coming, you can try and tank heal a bit uh, with Surging Mist and try to get that so you can get extra extra chi to do extra burst. But I mean, I, it's, it doesn't seem as powerful mm-hmm. as me as the Paladin set bonus, for instance. Casting a Word of Glory or an Internal Flame, I guess, has 20% chance of giving you a three holy power Light of Dawn for yeah. free. That's pretty. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I think I think that's what they'll do too. I think you know, obviously, <coughs> you know, they did a lot of testing with this with the bonuses, and and you know, Monk was looking really strong. At least Crane was. I mean, it almost looked like you could just go Crane the entire time with the set bonuses mm-hmm. active because of how much mana you're able to generate that you could just kind of pop in and out at will and just spam your like all your highest mana stuff. Um, and so I guess the one thing that is going to be interesting to see how they kind of balance it after that. But yeah, cause I, I agree with you cause it looks like even on DPS as well, um, and tanks, it's just some, some classes have really strong set bonuses that look on paper, but then obviously when they're in there, maybe you just say, Oh, I can see why, you know, it's not really that strong when actually perform. It just looks strong on paper when you're looking at yeah, it. Yeah. But, but uh, I must admit though, that Mist Weavers one is really strong when it comes to single target healing, yeah. like really strong. Yeah. Uh, especially on if if I had that set bonus on a fight like uh, Bracken Spore and healing the mushrooms, <laughs> that would be insane. I uh, cast one enveloping mist, boom, it's topped. You know, it's that's gonna be pretty crazy. Um, if there's gonna be fights like that where we actually need to use those abilities. Mm-hmm. And then I guess then uh, uh, going to more of a foundry item. Uh, what is your like thought? I mean, did you do did you do a lot of testing? I think you said you did a little bit on Foundry. Um, are you really getting hyped for Foundries? Are you or just because of you know completing Highwall now? You just say you know the raids are not gonna they can't get any better. You know, a lot of people are saying that in my guild that you know the raids are so awesome right now. Are you just like really hyped now for Foundry to come out, or are you just like I need a break? I just want to take a break right now from <laughs> from. I mean, obviously only three days, but you know I think you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, even though we're only three days, we still prep uh, like prep a lot. Uh, we already made the stuff about what we're gonna do with our follow-up missions and, and stuff. So we are, we <laughs> our preparations are still quite big because mm-hmm. we want to get one hundred and ten percent out of those three days. Yeah. So we prep a lot, and we put, uh, or at least I know I do, and some other people in the guild, uh, and we try to encourage our raiders to do the same put a lot of preparation to be 100% sure that you uh, you're min-maxed for progression mm-hmm. um, so in that regard I, I enjoy having a bit of downtime right now also because I, I have exams coming up um, nice perfect timing week, actually <laughs> uh, so that's pretty nice and then I am I actually in February have to begin with my internship uh, so I mean f- right now if I, I enjoy just relaxing and um, you know playing my old bit spending a bit of time with my uh, family and stuff like that there's also been Christmas and all that yeah um, but for sure I'm looking forward to Blackrock Foundry it's gonna be awesome especially because um, now we kind of you know, when you start high, high mold, you have uh, this. A lot of people have different gear, you know. Mm-hmm. 
like some might have uh, those BOEs, some might not. Uh, some might have been lucky in the five men's to get a heroic uh, warforged uh, with socket and tear tier stat uh, <laughs> on a blue item, you know. Um, but here it's it's a bit more equal, you know. We all have mythic gear. We all have roughly the same eye level when we begin. And then it's going to be interesting to see actually <clears throat> what's going to happen. Uh, I am not looking forward to the train boss. I hate that one. <laughs> I really, really hate it. All that movement is so annoying. Uh, but other than that, I mean, Waffle Boss is going to be amazing uh, for sure. Uh, I didn't test that many, though. Uh, okay. I tested a bit. I tested that, what was his uh, name? Orgrogror or something. I don't know. <laughs> the guy that rolls around. Yeah. <laughs> that one is pretty fun as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, actually. Uh, and then like you mentioned so. as well is the uh, the item level disparity. I mean, that a lot of guilds did see that where some people just have the good luck, too. You know, you're able to get... You know, a mythic warforged on your first, you know, Kargath kill and mm-hmm. on a bunch of items, you're just getting a ton of it on your first set kills really, you know, dictate how your progression is. Where now everybody's at the same item level. Obviously, it's going to be the same in Foundry. I mean, you're going to get higher item level gear. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how that happens. And also, the one thing I'm really interested to see is is people and going after set items, even though they already have one, just because they can possibly roll a mythic uh, Warforged, you know, they, or tertiary slot. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, obviously, it's, you know, depending on your loot system, uh, you know, you'll see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, except, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just wondering how the set bonuses are going to happen. Like, you know, or who's going to get that first tertiary Warforged set item and be like, you know, just everybody all pissed off at them. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know that before you actually uh, you identified it or whatever you call yeah, it. You like before you like open bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, but definitely uh, DPS are going to get the set, uh, set items first. Yeah. yeah DPS yeah. and tank. <laughs> like us healers, we're always sitting back there. Oh, look at me. Or you're not healing anything, but I'm running around in green gear. Uh, you know, like... <laughs> Well, then there's also there's always heroic, right? I mean, obviously, if you do a lot of split runs, some people do like two or three. I mean, obviously, that's one thing too. I mean, you know, say it's say let's say it's over a month away. Let's say it's a you know six weeks away from Foundry. You know, that's a long time, and then also what it does is it allows guild people to kind of maybe you can get up another level 100 in this time and gear them up through doing alt runs or doing heroics or something like that. And then you can go in and do a heroic or a normal clear in Foundry and then get people that loot as well. Because that's one thing, too. I mean, we're going to have to – that's one thing that's always good about when set bonuses are around or, you know, set items are around is you can kind of say, well, you know, yeah, it's it's lesser item level than what my – say I have this uh, mythic piece, but – because it's going to give me my four set, it's actually better overall DPS increase or healing increase or, you know, tank reduction. You know, it, it, it kind of plays into that point. So I'm very excited about that myself. Um, and then so I guess it goes into the last subject we'll talk about. And that is just recently it was hot fixed. The way of the monk again changed. And now it is looking to be for all specs, including Miss Weaver, more especially Miss Weaver. Now, uh, there's a which is interesting, and maybe they'll hopefully bring that up for uh, Miss Weaver specifically uh, in six one. Is that two hand now uh, does? I think it's like fifty percent attack speed, and one handers do twenty percent. Or I mean, uh, it's fifteen percent from forty, so twenty five percent damage extra damage with way of the monk 
Um, are did you were you just going two hand like a staff uh, all the way, or were you rocking a one hander? Um, and then now you're like, oh, I have to grab a set in, uh, a staff now. Like, how how are you itemizing for for your misweaver right now? I mean, for misweaver, I've always gone with uh, with what gave me the best preferable stats, uh, which is uh, a two hander right now uh, with multi strike and haste, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, two handers has always been best for uh, crane or well DPSing in general. Yeah. Uh, and even so m- more now, you know, it's a pretty large uh, gap from what uh sublift was saying that it was, it was be- better before, but you could get away with going with a one hander. Now it's just so far ahead to get a two hander. It's not even, it's actually not even funny that how bad the one hander is. So I mean, but also that kind of, I guess maybe frees it up for other, I mean, cause like Holy pre or priests and, um, you know, paladins and shamans. Now they can go for those one handers and you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it. Where monk is, you know, just like same thing, like a windwalker can go two hander or one handed. So it's kind of one of those things where you're kind of grabbing loot from other classes and, it makes sense to me to make two handers the best for monk all the way around, just because you know. Again, speaking mainly Moonwalker, because in Highmall there's really the pole arm is the only one you can use for, and then and that's not good for ferals like that. They the mm-hmm. ferals, at least in my guild, say it's, it's not that good. I mean, it's, it's good because it's uh, you know it's a weapon, but the mace is actually better for them. Um, so is that is that what you're seeing as well? That maybe there's a staff that's really good for misweavers. That's just other other staff users are like that's not good for us. We're not really good stats. Because I know that I think there's like a two or th- I think there's two stabs and then there's uh, like but there's a bunch of like a not a bunch I think there's like three or four options at one handers offhand combos I'm not just positive on that like what are your what is your take on that whole two hand one hand items? Um, well, I mean, there's always been so many that wanted one handers, you know. Uh, well, many. Uh, the thing is, the pole arms and staffs was. Feral Druids and Monks. But Monks, due to, you know, one-handers being slightly better and uh, the fact of, you know, double enchant is a huge thing. Um, they wanted one-handers. Um, <clears throat> but that that kind of left out the staffs and pole arms to usually either just get disenchanted and whatnot because you might not even have a feral to it. And it was more a, a question of, uh, are you going to, do you want this? Ah, well, I guess transmog, you know, because uh, <laughs> um, they were just worse. In my opinion, they shouldn't make two-handers better than one-handers. Just see if they can panel, uh, like balance it so it becomes a question of, well, is the double one-hander going to provide better static stats than a two-hander? It should always be so you have the option of going what has the best stats and it will provide the same DPS. So let's say mm-hmm. you had a mythic staff with a multi-strike crit and then you had two double one-handers with multi-strike crit and both of them. Then it should provide, in my opinion, the exact same DPS, mm-hmm. even though one of them has double enchant. So, I mean, that's, that's, that, that, that's how I would want it. Uh, they shouldn't make one better than the other. And I know a lot of Windwalkers, and I totally agree with them, uh, think it sucks that they really didn't either wait until 6.1 to make this change or that they did it way earlier. Because our monk, for instance, she got um, 
and coined for double one-handed weapons yeah. and got it. And yeah, now that like he's me. like, oh, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. uh, that sucks. What, what a waste. And all, the, and and all, the, all that, uh, the enchant mats, too, being so rare now for temporals. I mean, even though I have yeah, a, yeah. I have an enchanter on one of my alts, and my monk has – I have a building. Like, I don't have another – you know, I'm, I'm herbalist as my other profession on him, but – I um, mean, you know, I have an enchanting building just so I can get a DE stuff from the salvage yard to get more, you know, or to get, uh, you know, the, the, the shipment. And and still I have barely enough to enchant like new things if I get them. I mean, it's it's pretty much insane how that's playing out. Do you think it's uh, – and then I guess like you said, for Miss Weaver, it's, it's just always going to be – two-hand is always, has always been superior, which, you know, we want to mention out there in case people aren't aware of that. Uh, but now it's even larger for Miss Weaver, and then it's also you get more stats from two-handers, which like I think you mentioned that. I mean, I think I agree with you that if this is like say this is right now what they should do is they should bump up the stats, but then if they do that, it probably is gonna mess with how priest gear, how paladins. I mean, you could probably see a paladin gearing with an offhand instead of a shield, well, and then like they have to buff like all the all the gear, right? If that happens, if they change it just for one class. No, well, the tuning they have to do is actually with Way of the Monk. They have to find that middle ground where both of them becomes exactly the same. So in order to not touch other classes, they have to like play around with Way of the Monk, I guess, uh, to, to make it, to make that happen. Yeah. And, and then, and that, just, let, yeah. And then just let people know out there if you like, you know, say you're, you know, if you're a Windwalker listing this and, you know, great. Maybe you wanted to know what, uh, is going on with the misweavers, but the one thing, if if it's like say it's your off spec, because there is a lot of misweavers that I've you know I've talked to with uh, Windwalker Windwalker off spec, um, it actually the two hander is one percent better. So it's one percent really isn't. I mean it's a couple like maybe eighty to hundred DK. I mean hundred not K hundred DPS. <laughs> um, so but but you know when you're going for you know the top of the top, you're, that one hundred goes a long way, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just where, where it is right now. Um, but there are also some monks out there that are still rocking the one handers, even though they have a two hander. And I think it, a lot of it has to do with one enchant in particular, which is the Thunderlord enchant, which can get obviously increased based on your crit. So I think that might be one of the things where, you know, you do multi-strike with your main and then your off is, or, or, or main Thunder, Thunderlord and off multi-strike. And then you're able to, due to having more gear and having more crit, you're able to actually extend that to make it a little more beneficial. Um, I mean, obviously, Hina Lover, who's been on the program before, um, you know, has a nice list up there showing that, you know, chants are so close together that in an ideal situation, it doesn't matter. So it's one of those things that, you know, we'll have to keep an eye on specifically, but it really sucks for Miss Weaver because you could get away with a one hand or offhand combo. And now it's just, it's just not even worth it anymore because if you're at well, any point, like you mentioned, doing crane, it's, you're going to be losing a lot of DPS that you could possibly get. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it only matters if you're gonna crane. So it matters if you're gonna do damage. And mm-hmm. from what I know right now, I'm oh well. I know there's still some fights in Blackrock Foundry where you are, where you can get away with on the pole or whatnot to actually go into crane and and get that extra manatee um, from crane dancing. Uh, but it's not something I hope will make or break a kill. It might be because, as I said before, you mainly want to, on some fights, just crane stands uh, during bloodlust. So, and 
on budget, for instance, I could sometimes do between 1.5 to 2 million or 1.5 to 1.8 uh, million damage in that time. Um, and it, it, it might uh, vary, you know, make 200k or 158. It's going to be so minimal, you know, it's going to be so little damage. Uh, so, but again, min-maxing. So uh, then you want to go two-hander, I guess. But obviously, if you can get uh, in Blackrock Foundry double, like a one-hander and, and, and an offhand with both multi-strike and crit or haste, um, and there's only staffs with maybe, I don't know, versatility or mastery or something <laughs> lame like that, you know, uh, then you would go to one-hander, obviously, because multi-strike is just so, 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 so good for Mistweavers. So it's not it's not going to be something you gear around. Let's just put it like that. Okay. And is there any other subjects you'd like to discuss? Well, there's not really that much to say <laughs> other than, than uh, I mean, uh, there were so many afraid that monks were going to be bad. And there were so many that was afraid that, ah, oh, druids are going to be superior. And, <laughs> and you know, and I would just want to say to people that uh, rerolls that, uh, and if they are like, if they liked monks before, but rerolled because they were afraid that they were going to be bad, you can for sure go back to your monk because mm -hmm. they are even more fun to play now and they are perfectly viable um, in close to all fights. Obviously some fights will have, you know, that class is better, but if you even I saw the interview with Paragon, um, they even wished that they had a geared Mistweaver for Imperator for instance, yeah. because Mistweavers are just so good on Imperator. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, like Transcendence, yeah, all this other transcendence, stuff. Transcendence, role, uh, just the fact that the mechanic of the debuff, as I said, on Indy 2 Gullface, they're just so good. Uh, and the unlimited mana and Revival. Revival <laughs> is, is insanely yep. good. I mean, it's so good. It's like all the stuff that they were people were worried about that were yeah, exactly. nerfed. Or just because it was nerfed in, in, in the 6.0 changes or just didn't look... I think, it, like I mentioned, you know, in the beginning of the show, or uh, that uh, you know, this, there's so many stats, and that's I think that's the issue. People got clouded by not understanding that you're not going to have like 80% crit or 80% exactly. spirit. You're not going to be able to get these such high stats with the gear you have. The 6.0 is never supposed to be like, oh, this is how classes are looking. It's just like, hey, it's almost time for the new expansion. Let's have fun and let's just face roll these bosses. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the one thing that I think people didn't really understand maybe maybe some new players i mean maybe people didn't go through an expansion before expansion launch yeah yeah um, it was the same way in wrath i mean i mean in wrath i remember you could literally heal the entire instance with just two and this is uh you know 25 so two reso druids could heal the entire instance yeah because yeah, no gear because gear were just because their gear just made it so that they hit their breakpoints and obviously breakpoints are gone um but it could hit their break well there was one breakpoint that was there but that got fixed mm -hmm. <laughs> that people that they found blizzard found out about but um the, the you know they just were able to hit the breakpoints that made it so easily healable for them that you could just have you know t you know basically 21 dps in the raid <laughs> which made it fun because then everything died so quickly <laughs> yeah that's the thing then you need less healing but just to um one thing i would say though like um they did that increase to uh, cocoon like cocoon is mm -hmm. still a really nice tank cooldown now yeah um definitely 
still would prefer uh, damage reduction. <laughs> Let me just put it like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's not it's not useless. It, yeah. It's actually pretty good, uh, especially again, Brackenspore, where tanks <laughs> can't actually receive real healing yeah. to the breath. Then it's actually good. Um, one little wish I do have though and i really hope they change it soon is put the like hot increase of, from cocoon on a separate buff it's so annoying that's still not on a separate buff yeah i mean it should last for certain i mean i think in that that would kind of turn it into that cooldown right that everybody's wanting like that mm-hmm. at least because yeah it's i mean obviously you don't want to have every healer have a damage reduction cooldown but the ones that don't have a damage reduction cooldown should be able to at least... Because if you look at Shaman, they have Earth Shield, but you can recast that all the time when it falls off, right? You could just, hey, recast yeah. it. Where for, you know, uh, for Monk, the only one that they have, Life Cocoon, you can't recast it as easily as you can Earth Shield. And all the other healers have a reduction, somewhat of a reduction, like, you know... Um, was it Iron Bark and then uh, yeah, you know, and Iron Bark uh, is on a one minute cooldown. So yeah, so I mean, and, and so maybe have it to where even if, if it lasts for how long the shield, well the shield lasts does it last indefinitely? No, it lasts for like oh, no, no, 15, no, it lasts, 15 seconds. Uh, yeah, 12, 15 seconds. I yeah, don't so believe. like maybe have the increase stay if the shield is absorbed because that exactly. will happen. Because like on Bracket Spore, yeah, I mean that saved me quite a few times. Uh, you know when I when I tanked it when we uh, one of the tanks couldn't make it. And, you know, I ended up having to tank that and, you know, having that calling for that for a cooldown and like saying, oh, I'm surviving no problem, you know, is is really nice to have that happen on mm-hmm. a fight like that. Or like, you know, say if someone gets accidentally caught in the wave, right, and they're trying to surf, you could just maybe spot heal them to keep them up or, you know, yep. it, it's a good cooldown. I mean, obviously, it's better for tanks to do the healing receive, but um, but uh, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think that's just, the only thing I can think of missing from a from a Mistweaver toolkit is some kind of damage reduction. That's the only thing that they don't, you know, Mistweavers don't have. I, do, I, they, do they need it? Maybe if they don't mean they or or uh, or if uh, like you mentioned, having that healing increase stay. Um, or if they have it stay, maybe reduce it to ten seconds or eight seconds. You know, if it stays, because they'll have to. Ner- they can't just keep it there with the, because it'll be really strong at that point. Like I think the whole mechanic of having it being there, but then get absorbed and it's gone, is what they design it to be. Um, but then you know, sometimes it happens where a tank has it up for t- eight seconds or ten seconds, has the, you know, just do the mechanics like say they're running away and not taking a lot of damage. You know that just kind of happens, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's obviously, well, probably uh, for PvP reasons. But I mean, then they could uh, make the uh, you know hot uh, increase portion with fifty percent. You know, and it lasts twelve seconds. By the way, Um, then they could make that dispellable, like offensively, maybe, but not cocoon itself yeah. uh that 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 could be pvp fixes you know yeah but I agree. It's, it, for me i just feel like um you know you have guardian spirit from priest sure that's like 60 percent healing increase uh for 12 seconds as well i believe and if they die they oh well yeah if they actually die with it they get healed again for i don't remember how much um and that uh, that you can say that as well. Then Guardian Spirit, if they fix Life Cocoon, then Priest would probably be like, "Oh, well, what about ours?" That, <laughs> well, that saves his life, like yeah. literally saves his life. <laughs> exactly. So I'm pre- I'm pretty fine with the like healing increase. And that's that's keep in mind that's not just periodical healing. That's yeah. all healing increased by sixty percent. This is only periodical, yeah. which which means. It, it's it, for me. It doesn't seem overpowered at all. Yeah, like I have the cocoon. 
Um, and because I've still seen some fights, uh, I think it was Texas actually, where I put the cocoon up, I saw the icon, and I was blinking with my eyes, and when I opened them again, it was gone. <laughs> like, it, that's how fast it got the spell. Yeah. Uh, and just having that extra 50, it would be, it, then it would be the tank cooldown I wanted. Yeah. Because it, it's it's still periodical healing from everyone, not just the monks. Or, or, or if they toned down the periodical. Like, I mean, that's what they could, I mean, obviously they'll have to nerf it somehow, because right now it's, I mean, I, I think it's designed to disappear. Like that's how the that's why it's a large number. Maybe they toned yeah. it to like thirty five percent or thirty percent. But you know, twelve seconds, thirty percent extra periodicals is, is really good for the monk druid as well. I think holy priest has renew. I mean, and and uh, riptide for shaman. You know, uh, eternal flame. I mean, all these cla- all, every healing class has actually a, a yeah. hot. They just as soon as they see that up, they pop a hot on it, and then it gets you know basically it's like. You know, probably two additional people healing them type of a thing. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, well, what they could do, like, to balance it is either what you say, tone it down, make it a separate buff, last for 12 seconds, or they could keep it 50%, uh, make it stay for the 12 seconds, but then only be uh, hots from the monk Yeah, that casts it, you know. Yeah. Th- there's a lot of things they could do to tune it, but please, please <laughs> make it a separate buff. It's so annoying. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, that's like you said, that's like the only thing that really reduction cooldown and then changes to life cocoon. Currently, that's the only thing I can really see because Monk is just looking really great. And, uh, you know, it's, it's weird because, like, yeah, I me- you mentioned uh, previously that, uh, you know, you're like the happy go lucky guy. You're always, everything's always going to be great. And it's just, it's just weird that you're on talking about it. And it's like you know, everybody's going to be all happy and excited. And then, like, then, like, next week they'll come out with a big, huge nerf or something, and everybody's all <laughs> sad again. Then I'll bring on the other people that are always mad and upset. But, but I mean, that's that's what I mean. All monks I see out there, are like, man, this is awesome. I love playing a monk right now. You know, they it's just love awesome. playing it. It's it's fun. They it's like what they envisioned it in beginning of Mists when they fell in love with the class originally. Yes. It's and then they, you know, whatever reason, some crazy guy got in there with his hands and started playing with it. And then, like, they, everybody hated it. I was like, oh, this is terrible. I mean, obviously, some still liked it. But, I mean, it's just they, it wasn't like what, the, what they fell in love with. And then now it's, like, back to that. Because you could DPS when you need to or when you can. and But still pop out and heal and be fine. And so, um, yeah, like, and- I, I, like, I, like, like you mentioned, it's like the ninja out there. And that's kind mm-hmm. of, you know, that's the design of the class is to be like that, like a, some kind of ninja. And let me actually just say we do pretty good damage as well in Crane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did uh, Kara. Uh, over uh, Kagath, sorry, um, and I actually managed to pull. I think it was twenty or twenty-two k DPS. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And when you then looked at the healing meters, obviously we had a disc, so I did a bit less damage or a bit less healing. But you are really this, as they said, half and half. You are healing half, and you are DPSing half, kinda, yeah. even a bit more. Especially if there's cleave, like Swen goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, I think I've tried my top damage I had was 41k. That's pretty sick for a healer, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Just uh, for a DPS, well, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I mean, monks are great at the moment. I I'm so happy I I'm playing a monk right now, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't play anything else. Um, and just to like comment on the thing you said, uh, a reduction uh, or yeah, a reduction cooldown. I don't even think we need that. We don't need a reduction like any other class because then we have too much in our toolkit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you take into consideration that we don't get targeted by things <laughs> at all, almost. Uh, so 
I'm perfectly fine with having what we have, but that little change to Cocoon, other than that, I'm perfectly happy with how our class is at the moment, at least uh, from a healer point of view. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and thanks for coming on on a you know Sunday for you, and it's you know it's late there where you're at, but uh, really great talking with you again, Zuggy. And then uh, if you if you want to follow Zuggy, it's uh, at Zuggy Z U G G I E T M on Twitter. Um, and I guess any last like you, I guess again last comments for monks out there or anything like that or anything you want to say before we uh, head out. Monks rising. Woo! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, just, uh, oh, that's that's gonna just be like a hashtag, right? <laughs> yeah, hashtag monk rising. Just a wallet thing. Woo! Uh, no, but I just again, if you considered making, you know, either an alt uh, monk healers, mm -hmm. I would say go for it because monks are hilarious. And uh, the thing I always miss when I play any other healer is all the especially movement utility uh, tiger's lust roll transcendence all that good stuff you know uh, just and if someone went away from monk and miss it i mean definitely go back monks are in such a good state at the moment in my opinion so yeah that's basically it and i just want to thank you for having me again it's oh, uh, yeah. always I, for some reason we always uh, like it's always such a joy to come yeah. here and talk uh, and, and spreading lights on the monk when all the others are like bashing it with sticks yeah. well not um, anymore that was that was last year that, I, was, last yeah, that, was, that was last year yeah, yeah it's like that's, a, that, that's in the past uh, now yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean and, and you know obviously like I mentioned in the pre-show that you know times might not line up every once in a while so it's always great to have you on and have a EU's oh. uh, perspective on it um and then again, yeah, thanks, Zuggy, for joining us this week. Um, and if you want to get in contact with the show, you can go and contact us on Twitter at Monk Podcast, show at MonkCraftPodcast.com, and then obviously MonkCraftPodcast.com. Yeah, dot com. <laughs> not, dot, not two dot com, just one. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening this week, and we hope to have you back here each and every week at Minecraft Podcast. Take care. Everyone.